comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Previously on Out Now with Aaron and Abe. Pretty soon we're going to have to snap together one hell of an episode, Aaron. You know it, buddy. I love getting my hands on these little bricks. Me too, it's a blast to build up your crazy creations like awesome spaceships. Yeah, or, you know, a really nice house. Yeah, or like a helicopter that's also a dragon. Yeah, or like a vacuum cleaner that looks like the real thing. Yeah, or, wait, what What else would you make? Oh man, tons of fun stuff. Like a washer and dryer, a cool dining table, a refrigerator, a double bed, a neat looking fence, a lamp, a garage, a tool shed, and a lawnmower. Wait a minute, I forgot my introduction. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello! From Outer Space. Spaceship! Out Now is a film podcast. Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. We also bring a discussion about the latest movie trailers, box office results and predictions, a callback to past films similar to the main film of the week, games... Games! And other fun stuff. This is episode 137, 137. Ooh, snap it! And today... On this legendary 137th episode, we are talking about the Lego movie. And joining us to this... Yeah, exactly. Explosion sound. Lego, the movie. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Joining us to discuss the Lego movie, some call them the duo of Dynamity. Some call them TL and No C. Others make <laughs> up names for what they some call them. It's Leah Ducey and Taylor Vaughn. How are you ladies doing tonight? Fantabulous. Everything is awesome. Everything <laughs> is awesome. Everything is great if you work as a team. It's a good yeah. time. Glad to I'm hear gonna use that. I'm going to use that TL without the C. I never yeah. thought of that TL before. about the C? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that was me writing an intro and thinking, what other things could people call them? And then realizing how genius TL and no C would be. Oh, dear. Brilliant. <laughs> glad I nailed that one. And, uh, and glad to talk to, to Taylor on the podcast formally now. Yeah, what's going on? She subbed on? in back when Catching Fire was all the rage, when, when it was burning up the box. You see, I, did, I made a burning joke with the fire. It was great. <laughs> that was great. But, uh, yeah, now, yeah. We're, now we're all on here. So, Right, Abe? Frenzy. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. <clears throat> so let's get to some announcements here. Let me just start off the big one. We're going to have a new contest. I was contest! at a, I was at a, Yes, I was at an <laughs> event for The Americans. Uh, this past week. Abe, you're a fan of the Americans. <laughs> I am? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> Probably because, uh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't love guest jeans, right? Exactly. Who doesn't love Russian vodka is the better question. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the um, the FX series, The Americans, um, the first season DVD comes out this week, 
and I managed to snag, as in deliberately steal a couple copies of it from said party that I was at. It it wasn't stealing. They had just a bunch of them there to take. Um, so because I have two extra copies of The Americans on DVD, I'm throwing out this contest, which ties right into the Sochi Olympics that are going on now, since that's a show about Russian spies in the 80s. Yay. And Sochi Olympics <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was ingenious. The party was on the day of the opening ceremony. So I was like, this is, this is hilarious. But anyway, um, here's the contest. Uh, favorite movie about the Olympics and why? And I think there's a, a wide range there between your cool runnings and your miracles. So you've got plenty of movies to choose from. Uh, but yeah, you can send us a send us a, a bit of a paragraph, something to work with, and email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com or send a message to uh, the Facebook page, or, best option, leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Tell us your favorite movie about the Olympics and why. I have two copies of The Americans on DVD. That means there will be two winners for this contest. So Wait, how many copies? Two copies, Abe. Ah, so how many winners? Two winners, Abe. Perfect. Very perfect. Perfection. Quite perfect. Yes. Perfect squared. Yeah, email us. Or go to the Facebook page and like leave a, like a message in it, or leave a voicemail, which would be the best option because then we can play it on the show. It'd be awesome. Everything would be awesome in that case. Everything would Hashtag. be awesome. Hashtag. Hashtag awesome. Like yeah. Nine seven two seven nine eight three eight three zero. That's the voicemail. But yeah, iTunes reviews and ratings. Good to get those. Helps out our show. Helps other people find our show. And you can put words together on iTunes and review our show. Perhaps that'd be a great thing to do. It helps us how to make Abe feel better. Please. Um. What else? Um. Oscars are coming up. I'll keep mentioning this. Eventually, we'll do an Oscar prediction show. I don't know if it'll be a special episode or if it'll be tagged on to another review that we do, but we'll do it at some point, and we'll probably have a friend of the show, Mark Johnson, on, since he is working hard at award circuit to do all his Oscar predicting for, you know, for fun. Oscar predicting. Yeah. yeah. So Let's uh, move on now. Let's get to uh, Know Everybody. We're each... Know Everybody! Know Everybody! Well, with Know Everybody, each week we ask each other a few questions, try to set the tone for the podcast, and better get to... Know everybody. everybody. Know everybody. Know everybody. It's pretty good, Abe. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm going to start this one off this week. Um, And I'm going to shoot it to Leah. I knew you would. <laughs> Has a movie ever had a really catchy song that you could not get out of your head with, besides this movie? Um, Yes. My favorite one is Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, good one. Josie pretty small and the words. Pussycats. I got yeah no no yeah how's it how's it start though? I was gonna say I don't think I sat through it that took one three like whole hours that that song from the, from the actual movie paper. yeah I'm a punk rock prom queen I believe that's brown the... paper magazine there you go nailed it nice <laughs> I've never seen that movie in full by the way but... I was gonna say I don't know. it's so good it's a but movie every time I like I think about it a lot which is weird but then it pops in my head and then I can't get it out for days. Um, okay. Abe. Yeah. Question for you. Um, did you play with Legos as a kid? First off. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, and which which was your, like, favorite set or piece or whatever? Because no, there were a lot of them. There was, like, the spaceship or the outer space stuff that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, right. So, like, Star Wars. I never, got, I never got, like, the big box. I also got those little box ones where you can only make one single item and they had one uh, character. Yeah, it's a bummer. Also, third follow-up, did you ever oh, step three. on a Lego piece? Because stepping on Legos is probably the worst thing to happen to anyone ever. I would agree. 
I, I have stepped on Lego pieces and it's not pleasant. I feel like Marv in Home Alone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to kill that kid. Uh, all right. Taylor. <laughs> Abe endorses yes. killing children. Just putting that out there. <laughs> From Home Alone. <laughs> Taylor. Yeah. Was there a Lego character that you had wished was in the Lego movie? Well, besides oh man, John Lego, that, besides John Lego, that's tough because Batman was in it, so that pretty much like fulfilled all sealed the deal right Lego there. fantasies. Hence, why the whole time I was like, Batman, I work in very, very, very dark gray. Um, <laughs> well, I think actually, oh, Lego. I liked how they had the throwback like 2002 Shaquille O'Neal, which made me wish there was like. Speaking of Olympics, like a uh, Lego Olympics character that would have been timely, like something like Johnny Olympics. Like, you know, there's probably some Lego piece that oh, they yeah. had like specialty in like, I don't even know, back in the day Olympics, especially with the 80s um, astronaut guy who was also one of my favorites. So, yeah, I wanted I wanted another throwback character, whatever that may be. Um, that would have been awesome. But, yeah, I was pretty much like fully Jones with having Batman in it. So, yeah. Cool. I want to hear more um, about Taylor's Lego fantasies, but that's for another <laughs> podcast. I was waiting for somebody to say that. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, so damn it. <laughs> um, um, okay. So, Aaron. Yeah. In the different universes of Legoland, which one would have been your favorite? Or which one, if you had to, like, live in one, which one would you have picked? Or, or you can make your own up if you didn't like it. <laughs> um, let's see. I do like that Middle Zealand and the Old West had helpful labels on them that you'd always be able to see <laughs> from the sky. That was that was helpful. Labels in the sky. <laughs> but, I mean, everything was so positive in Bricksburg. Like, <laughs> They're all following the instructions, that's why. Yeah, but it still seemed like a positive place to be. I'd rather be there than the t- like one of the buildings in Lord Business's tower. Like that seemed like a stressful job. <laughs> Those robots, man. Yeah. So in conclusion, I think I'll 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 say the um the uh, the cl- what's the cloud one called? <gasps> oh. Cloud cuckoo cuckoo land cuckoo cloud cuckoo land lab. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Um, Taylor. Yeah. What would the style of your Lego getaway vehicle be? Hmm. All right. Well, there's two answers to this. One, if it was was pre-assembled, like an instruction one, it would probably be, um, the pirate ship from the pirate guy, because that was awesome. Um, if it was like all the master builders making it together, it, I think it would probably be a version of that submarine, but instead of the kitty paddling, I want it to be a puppy paddling and no offense to kitties <laughs> and it would have to have laser beams and a shark tail. So yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I see you girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have just seen me actually making the doggy paddle yeah. motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My I feel you. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, e- my to ask, all right, I'm going to ask Leah. Yeah. Um, what was your, and everyone can answer this one because I feel like this is a fun one. So there. Uh, what was your favorite 90s toy? 
Or a throwback toy. Yes. Just like all of them, eh? Like you'd have them all like hanging out in your bed or something? All the original four. Yeah. yeah. All of them. I mean, you know, they didn't do, talk about the Ninja Turtles at all. He was one of the Legos. They had, they had Michelangelo. And Michelangelo. And Michelangelo, right? And Michelangelo. But he was just like in it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I don't, I don't know, guys. I mean, here, I mean, I was like a serious tomboy, but I still played with Barbies all the time. That's fine. So that's lame. I also had an American Girl doll named Molly because she had glasses and weird hair. Oh, like I me. had Molly. Yeah. <laughs> So that's lame. Uh, Star Wars toys were mine. I, I had a ton of Star Wars toys. Oh, still have. Nice. It's not like I got rid of them. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> They're still in their packaging. Duh. No, Come that's on. no. I play with toys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What, what is this? Amateur <laughs> hour. Come on. Still sleep with a, a Stitch doll every night, guys. Twenty four going on twenty five next week, and I still sleep with a Stitch doll. <laughs> oh, that means family. Um, it's on instant watch now because I've never seen Lilo and Stitch so I can finally get around to that what Uh-oh. I know okay well you watch it hit me up and let me go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay Abraham yeah if another Freud Freud um, if another toy franchise were to like make a movie like Lego the movie Barbie the movie um, what would it be Tough to say, because uh, there's been some awesome references from Toy Story and whatever else, too, that had some uh, some pretty neat toys in there. I think the Furby movie would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be Gremlins 3. Be, exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, it'd be like Gremlins. Except Gremlins meets yeah. Terminator. I was going to say Tamagotchi movie. Tam- did I say that right? Tamagotchi. Oh, my bad. Tamagotchi. Um, yeah. But they kind of did that with... Uh... The uh the video game movie. Oh my god, why am I blanking? Disney. Uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yes, with Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Uh, I'd I'd go with the Nerf movie. Ooh. Ooh. See? <laughs> All right. Well, just because uh you know what could you do with Nerf guns that you when you try? I talked about that I Declare a War movie, Abe. I mean, that's pretty close to a Nerf movie, actually. <laughs> sub in the sub in the sticks for Nerf guns, and you got yourself a a whole show. I feel like I need a Nickelodeon 90s game show movie. Like, Double Dick, the action. movie. Starring Nick Cannon. Guts, no. the movie. Oh my god, if there was a Guts movie and they had to climb the aggro crag in 3D IMAX, it'd be amazing. That would be... What was the, what was the one about horses? Hey, hey dude. dude. Hell hey. yeah. Jinx. I'm me a Coke. Did right. you just say Here. hey dude in the style of hey Jude? Is that... I did. Yeah. <laughs> Here was Leah. All right. Eric. Yeah. What is one Lego TV show that you would love to see? Uh, let's see. Lego show that I'd want to see. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, probably something called like "You Knocked My Block Off," and it's like a show where these two people like battle on top of these like precarious towers that fall over into water or something. Ah. Uh. And like you try American to, like, Ninja it's like American it's like American Ninja, Black except they're like fat Lego people. And when you <laughs> knock them over into the water, they're like, "Oh, you knocked my block off!" And then everyone laughs. It's apparently a mix of gladiators and like a really bad sitcom where it has a laugh track that you know is coming. <laughs> I like it. Apparently, and I like how that's apparently the preferred thing that I'd like to watch. The show that I completely predicted. I was like, knock my block off. That wears my pants. No, I, I mean, I know where they are. They're in the, in the closet. 
And... I just need to look in the closet. Um, <laughs> I'm out of questions. Did we all do two questions? I think we all, yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. Damn straight. All right. <laughs> so that's, that's it. That's, that is how you play. Know, know everybody. Know everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. <laughs> all right. Let's get to some out now quickies. TM. Quickie. Each week at Out Now there today, we talk about one main movie of the week, but there's always other movies that we might have also seen during the week, so we have to tell me about that. No quickies. Jim. All right. Uh, Abe, have you seen any other movies this week? Pass. Pass? pass? Besides Monuments Men, pass. You, you don't want to talk about Monuments Men? Are we going to talk about it later? No. Oh, okay. Monuments Men was uh, kind of boring. It's kind of totally uneven. Remember and how kind we, of it goes go. all over the place. But yeah, no, I, I, I'd wait for like HBO. Seriously? Wow. Yeah, no, that's that's why we were going to do an episode on the Monuments End and Lego Movie, but I texted Abe earlier in the week. is like, we don't need to talk about the Boring Men. I mean, the Monuments Men. It's, uh... <laughs> that's what I heard. I heard the reviews were no bueno. Just to put it in perspective, <laughs> Lego Movie has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Monuments Men has 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> the Building Blocks movie tackled George Clooney. You might even say they knocked his block off. Moving on. Lee, have you seen any oh. other movies this week? Um, I saw That Awkward Moment last week. Yeah? It was awkward <laughs> and momentous. What she's not telling you is I also saw it with her. Yeah. So. Uh, it was, it was fine. I, you know bro movie it was <laughs> awesome and i laughed a lot i chortled a couple times i bought a lot of dvds today that i'm really excited about um which i, I will relate to. i have a question now because you guys have seen yeah. that awkward moment and since we had an all dude podcast last week talking about the all dude movie that awkward moment we were wondering i was wondering sure. because the, the females in that movie they seem like relatively smart people when like they're talking and like having conversations but then, like, when the time calls for it, they're just, like, ripping off Efron and Miles Taylor's clothes and, and Michael B. Jordan. It's not attractive, by the way. Which one? Miles Taylor? Yeah, I'm not. Lee and I were talking about it. Yeah. Well, also, we were in the very we, front we row. We got there late. We were in the very front row. <laughs> His face? Wow. That was, he, he was not pretty. He's charming in a comedic way. He, he is funny, yes. He is Him? funny. But not like, I'm going to rip your clothes off and that girl who he was dating was gorgeous. And you know, at a Thanksgiving dinner in the bathroom, like, you just rip, rip the clothes off and get it done right there? Yeah, I can't. That's a little weird. A little weird, yeah. And yeah, and especially the girl who's like, so you totally, like, didn't show up for my father's funeral, but it's completely fine. I'll forgive you because you're going to come to a book reading. Yeah, had what? a problem with that, too. <laughs> yeah. It's a little weird. And I would never give back the Gramercy Park key. No. Roll number one. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, I think those are our cookies. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Taylor? Oh, uh, well, that would probably be my cookie, but also I was just telling Leah that I started watching um, Sherlock, and yeah. I basically have no life right now, so... You hadn't seen Sherlock? We're both bitches, basically. I had, no, I had, I'm on the second season now. And it's not like a regular show where you can just watch casually an episode. You're like, hold on, let me spend three hours of my life watching two episodes. And it's awesome. And that's my cookie probably for this week. All right. Besides my Lego fantasies, clearly. Okay. <laughs> I um, I saw Monuments Men as well. I mentioned this already. It's not very good. Um, it was disappointing. 
because I, I like George Clooney. I like, you know, cast that includes Clooney, Damon, Goodman, Murray, and of course, Bob Balaban. Balaban. Um, yeah. Balaban. And Hugh Bonneville, who I, I don't watch Downton Abbey, but I, I imagine he's probably pretty good on that. Oh, yay. But, um, and Kate Blanchett, of course. Um, but yeah, the movie is just pretty blah. I, it's, I can see why it's been, like, I can see why it's been moved to February. Because um, it just seems like they're trying to figure out how to make this work, and there's just no drama in it. That's the biggest problem for me. It's just like there's there's guys going on a mission, but the mission's like yeah, find some art and walk around, and then find some more art. And, and like, don't speak in French because your French is terrible. Matt Damon hangs out in Paris for the entire movie, and yeah. just to ask, he's like, oh, where's the art? Oh, there it is. Okay, I'll, I'll see you later. Like that's the that's his role in the movie. Pretty uh, much. But yeah, it's it's just pretty. Non-monumental would be the best way to say it. Um, so yeah, it's the Monuments Men. Um, I out, but I did manage to see a movie worse than Monuments Men, which was called Vampire Academy. Um, oh, did it really suck? Oh, see, vampires. That's Boom. this is a movie about an academy made up of vampires, of course. Um, <laughs> it's from the director of Mean Girls and the writer of Heather's, making me think. That there was maybe going to be some semblance of like a good movie here, that didn't happen. That wasn't that was that was not the case. <laughs> I was really hoping like best case it could have been like Beautiful Creatures last year, where it's like just this really underseen but pretty good movie. But uh, it, it was just depressing and not fun. And uh, I, I doubt we're going to see the other five books in this series make it to screen because no one saw Fire <laughs> Academy this weekend. Uh, well, Blurg. Yeah, blurg indeed. Um, I also just saw the um, the Oscar nominated animated shorts. I saw all of those back to back to back to back to back. Um, some, How some, many backs? Five. It's uh, I mean it's fun to watch the shorts because you know you don't really get a chance to see the shorts until you know it's the end of the the end of the uh, award season. You're like oh yeah I should probably get around to those and they're playing currently at one of my local theaters. So it's nice it's nice to be able to see all the shorts that are getting recognized and they're. Uh, there's some really good ones in there. Besides the uh, "Get a Horse" that was attached to Frozen, which is pretty awesome. There's there's one about a uh, a robot and his pet robot dog, which I really liked, and uh, I'd love to see that one win. But I kind of think it's either going to be the Disney one or this like almost half hour one that features a lot of like actual like celebrities as voices. It's about this like witch that has animals and she's going around. It's like a stop motion one. It has uh, Gillian Anderson, Simon Pegg, Timothy Spall. Um, uh, a lot of just it's it's, uh, it's English obviously there's a lot, and just a lot of uh, cool people in there cool animation but the overall I mean all of them are pretty interesting that's why they got nominated for best animated short so you know it's if you if you get a chance like if you happen to be able to find a theater that's playing the shorts that are all like put together or I think they're on iTunes as well um, you know it's always cool to see the short films of the year so all right let's move on now let's get to trailer talk trailer talk trailer talk uh, that was out now quickies by the way yep. I, I was waiting yeah, for was that. Right. Yeah. This guy over here. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't say Tim without you having to say the other part. It wouldn't make any sense. Um, we have three of them this week. They're all animated, so we figured out why Why not, why just not get them all out of the way. Let's just do that right Let's now. Do it. do it. And uh, so the first, we'll start in one they're coming out order. Um, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. This is, of course, a new big CG animated film that lasts presumably for 90 minutes based off the, you know, five-minute cartoon series that played with Rocky, the Rocky Bullwinkle show back in the back uh, of the day. Back in the Cold War era. Moon and Squirrel. 
it obviously features Ty Burrell as Mr. Peabody, uh, <laughs> as well as I'm sure a host of other people. And the one I can name offhand is Patrick Warburton because his voice is obvious. Uh, and it's a you know a big a big adventure of Mr. Peabody and his adopted boy Sherman who um, travel through time and have adventures. Let's start with Taylor. Taylor, what do you think of the trailer of Mr. Peabody and Sherman? I have a question first. Was Sherman always in the cartoon? Is he always like the adopted son? Because that's a new thing, right? As opposed, I thought, to I thought he was. I thought he was just like some kid. It was like, hey, hey, Mr. Peabody, be my friend. Let's do these adventures. I didn't know there was like guardianship between the two of them. <laughs> uh, they never. Yeah, there was that lost Rocky and Bullwinkle episode where they go over the paternity suit that ah, led to I him. Okay. Led to Mr. <laughs> Mr. Peabody adopting Sherman because of his abusive parents, but they just don't that want to get have, to that. That yeah. must have been on the, the Rocky and Bullwinkle B sides. I missed. No, I I think that I think the movie looks good. I think it's a little too soon. I have a feeling we'll probably get one or two trailers more. Um that'll I don't know, that'll probably entice me a little bit more. Um uh there's definitely I, I I anything that like makes fun of history in general and and has witty humor, I'm probably gonna like. So if it's in anything from the trailer, I think it's it's going to be good. I mean, it's going to be a good mixture of, like, funny adult humor with, you know, let's launch out of um, the butt of a sphinx in that <laughs> one part. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm a little on the fence, but it looks cute. Launching out of the butt of the sphinx is part of my history fantasies that I have. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leah? Um... I will probably pass on this one. Although, as far as, like, you know, animated dogs go, Mr. Peabody is probably the most attractive I've ever seen. It's got to be the He's got the clock hair, I feel. He does. Yeah. And it changes in different scenes. Mm-hmm. Especially with that little Cleopatra thing on. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Um, it's fine. Taylor can have her Lego fantasies. I'll have my Mr. Peabody <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. It looks cute, but I can I can probably wait. I'll probably pass on it. Wait, okay. do we think there's gonna be a Bullwinkle uh, merch or 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 cameo? Because that would be amazing. I hope so. Now. God, now. I was a huge fan of that cartoon, so I, yeah. There we go. Let's see what happens. Abe, your thoughts? Yeah, it definitely seems like uh, it's better than that that awful you know, planes too and. Return to Eyes thing because the animation looks pretty good, but I forgot I, I about really the Planes Two trailer. I forgot. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I mean that Search and Rescue thing. Yeah, I was because the tone. I don't want to go too far. The Planes Two trailer, but the Planes Two trailer, the the music made it feel like at the end there's gonna be like hashtag support the troops. Like that's the feeling I got. Seriously, it was yeah, like I got the feeling too. Yeah. No. Anyway, go on, Abe. Sorry. <laughs> no, but. The trailer looks pretty fun. Looks like they're going to have a good time. I hope that it's uh, funny enough to carry throughout the film. Um, I hope that Sherman doesn't realize, or I hope that Sherman realizes that everything he's doing is because he's he's jealous of King Tut's uh, new girlfriend, who is this girl that comes over to his house. Uh, and then he figures out that, hey, you know what? Life's okay without that stuff, man. It's okay without the drama, buddy. You're hoping that the children's movie has a nice message at the end? Is that yeah. what you just said? Okay. <laughs> A message about you know growing up, growing up, uh, growing up strong there. 
anyway, oh, grown it's up. fun. Okay. And uh, I hope that it is. Yeah, I, you know, I just, I, I repeat the exact thing the only save has, except for the obvious ones. Um, <laughs> it, it looks fine. Um, the animation style is, like, pretty kooky, so that's something, I guess. And it has a pretty cool voice cast, besides Ty Burrell, and there's a lot of people. Like, Mel Brooks is in here, like, randomly, so that's, what? like, perfect. And, of course, the Tooch, Stanley Tooch is in here, and, sorry, the, the, Hunger, the Hunger Games Catching Fire, Stanley Tooch is in here. Lake Bell, Leslie Mann, and Allison Janney. Like, a lot of people are in this movie. So I was like, whatever. Steven Tobolowski. Uh, that's just a fun name to say. Uh, so, yeah. Mr. Peabody and Sherman hits theaters March 7th. I, I assume in 3D. Um, so, there you go. Move on to our next trailer, which is for Rio 2. Woo! Rio! Uh, I'm just going to read the... Uh, I don't even want to read the thing. I think it's... Here we go. I found it. Never mind. Um... <laughs> this is what this is what it says in IMDb. Ew, I couldn't find it for a second. Here, this is what it says in IMDb. It's a jungle out there for Blue, Jewel, and their three kids in Rio 2 after they're hunted from that magical city to the wilds of the Amazon. As Blue tries to fit in, he goes beak to beak with the vengeful Nigel and meets the most fearsome adversary of all, his father-in-law. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Leah, were you a fan? Did you see the first Rio? And I what didn't. Do you think? Okay. I did not. Um, hence why I'm not so jazzed about the second one. Although Bruno Mars is a bird. I don't know, man. Might might kind of work. He had a pretty uh, good Super Bowl. He did have. He did a good. He killed it. Oh yeah, kind yeah. Of show. S- some would some would say he had he had the best thing in the Super Bowl because the game certainly wasn't a highlight. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Sure. Rio. I don't know. Taylor, have you seen Rio? I saw the first Rio, and it was pretty, like, okay, here's when I'm going to see Rio 2. I'm going to be, like, at my parents' house. They've gone to bed at 9 o'clock. I'm going to need something to watch. It's going to be on demand. And I'll be like, oh, my God, Rio 2 came out six months ago. I should probably maybe watch it now because there's nothing else on and nobody else is awake. That is when I will probably see this movie. Um, But other than that... Yeah, we actually know someone who's doing a voice in it. Um, it's a minor character, and off of that, I'll probably see it just for that. That's better. Boom. Boom. Roasted. Roasted. Abe? I didn't see the first one. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to see the second one either. I just don't really... I, I never found Rio that appealing, besides having the Angry Birds Rio game. Uh, that's like the closest. <laughs> that's the closest that I've gotten to... <laughs> To watching and playing the, the, the oh game there. Abe encourages hurting children, and he hates birds. <laughs> Just putting this on the tally so far for this episode. Yeah. Wow, it's Abe, sounding your, awful. Your voice kind of sounds like Jesse Eisenberg a little bit, now that what? I think about it. You mean Lex Luthor? What? Yeah, Lex Luthor. Hold on. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me find some, some social network lines, and I'll read them out. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not that excited for it, but I'm sure it's gonna be a fun fo- movie. Yeah, I only just saw Rio done during uh, the holidays. Actually, I was I was sitting at my uh, my grandmother's house and Rio was. On. I was like, I've never seen Rio. I watch this, and it's a uh, it's fine. Like it's, it's nothing right. special. But uh, what happened? Yeah, it's 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 nothing to write up. It's it's fine. So I mean, this one comes up, and I'm like. 
Yeah, why not? Then maybe, but for, I'm not really like. Uh, uh, the first one did have a catchy theme song. Speaking of, I know we talked about that earlier. Did it? Because I cannot think of it at all. And I think it was even nominated for an Oscar. So it was. It was like Rio, Rio, and I see the birds dancing and salsaing. All right. <laughs> yeah, is that how it goes? Oh, it's better than the song that. that I was thinking of. Well, now you gotta yeah. sing it. Come yeah. on. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to Rio. Welcome to Rio. Welcome to Rio. Oh, right. Yeah, that one. Boom. Yeah. That was it, right? Sung by Jesse yeah. Eisenberg. I'm with, I, <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I remembered it, because you said it. <laughs> oh, all right, so Rio opens. All of that happens. Rio opens um, April 11th uh, this year. So, yeah, can't can't wait. I, seem, I feel as the, uh, the consensus there. Um, <laughs> lastly... We have the trailer, a full trailer for How to Train Your Dragon, part deux. Yeah! Dragon Harder. Um, Dragon Harder. This is the uh, the sequel to How to Train Your Dragon, where I assume there's still dragons in training in this film. Um, it reunites the entire cast, probably adds on people. Yeah, Kate Blanchett's in here this time around, and Jon Snow from Game of Thrones is in here, because why not? Um, and Jaimon Hansu. So there you yeah, go. A lot of people are added to this movie. Um, and... Yeah, it's been a few years since Hiccup and Toothless um, changed things in the world, the world of Burke, and I imagine now there's going to be more dragon shenanigans going on. I, to be honest, I I have avoided the middle section of this full trailer because I've been told Why? that there's like because there's like well, a, there's some not, kind of weird spoiler going on. It is, I, it I, is, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's not. Well, like, if that, if that doesn't, I don't. I haven't done whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've seen a solid 50 seconds of this trailer, and I'm happy with that. So there you go. But, uh, Abe, what's up with you? Abe, what did you think of the trailer for How to Train Your Dragon 2? I was a big fan of the first one. I thought it was one of the best animated movies ever. Uh, yeah! And uh, I'm excited for this one as well, primarily because I just can't wait to see where the action and adventure takes them. There sort of is that reveal, but I don't know how much of a part that plays, especially considering that they actually tell you that in the middle of the trailer. So I'm kind of just letting it Letting it go, and I'm just going to go with it when the film comes out. Uh, Leah? I'm so excited. I love the first movie, and I I cannot wait for the second one. I'm pretty sure as soon as I saw the trailer, I called Taylor immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. We basically sit at work and like send each other things on the internet and movie trailers like every day. Yep. That was that was the main one for that day, and I was very excited. Nice. So, Taylor, uh-huh. you're in the same boat, then? I'm definitely on the same boat. There's something. Who's the main character? Who plays him again? Who plays uh, Jay Baruchel? Jay Baruchel. There's something about his voice that is so like he's like toothless. Come on, like I can't do his voice, but I just love him. <laughs> it's like dragons and and Vikings fighting again. Like I just I'm smiling. Think about it. It's thinking about it. It's so cute. I can't wait. It'll be adorable. And Lee and I will probably go see it and cry. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I can I can say that I I'm, I don't think it was I'm as big of a fan of the first one as you guys are, but I certainly <laughs> like the movie quite a bit, and I'm excited to see a sequel too, just because I think I like I like this world and I like the people involved, and dragons are cool. So there you go. Yeah, How to Train Your Dragon two presented in 3D. Um, it's June 13th. Uh, you know, this, wait, what did we do last week, Abe, that had June 13th? Was it 22 Jump Street? Is it really 22 Jump Street? Was that also June 13th last week? Possibly. It is. 
Well, Jonah Hill is the dominating right now. 13th. He's in both of those movies. <laughs> Watch out for Jonah Hill on June thirteenth. He's going to be everywhere. Uh-oh. And by that, I don't mean he gained back the weight. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Burn. Let's get to He's our. He's never going to be a friend of the show. <laughs> Man, it's going to be super awkward when you secretly invite Jonah Hill onto this podcast, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Just to confront you, it's going to be like a Maury Povich show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just like that. Thanks. Um, all right, let's get to our main film review now for the Lego Movie. Yay, Legos! Legos. My fellow master builders. Hello. Lord Business plans to end the world as we know it. There is yet one hope. The special has arisen. I know what you're thinking. He is the least qualified person to lead us, and you are right. <laughs> A house divided against itself would be better than this. Abraham Lincoln! I'm not the special. I'm just a regular, normal guy. You have the ability to be the special because I believe in you. That should have been some of the trailer for the Lego movie, which has been brought to us by screenwriters and directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They previously brought us Cloudy Pachanza Meatballs and 21 Drum Street, as well as 22 Drum Street, this summer. With this film based on a popular brand name, it could almost seem like... It's a chance for them to really sell out big, but instead, just as when it came to adapting a popular children's book or rebooting a popular television series, Lord and Miller have seemed to embrace the chance to have a specific medium to build from and make a film that works well into their you know, wheelhouse. It seems like a simple story of a regular guy learning. He is the special and can join the ranks of great master builders, but there's also just a lot more. Let's start with Taylor. How much of this movie was awesome? Ooh, um, I think a lot of this movie was awesome. <laughs> the, the answer is everything is awesome. Damn it, I'm like feeling right now. I'm not. Everything was awesome. Um, uh, yeah, we saw it in 3D. Oh, which by the way is pretty much crucial. Like you got to do it. I know I'm ruining the ending of our review, but see it in 3D. It was amazing. I think I literally turned to Leah halfway through and I was like. The 3D is so clutch right now. <laughs> Said in an exact voice. But yeah, I loved it. It was so good. I mean, it was. I felt like anything that I can watch with like my two-year-old um, godson and then also be laughing hysterically is pretty much gold to me because there was so much stuff that the kids laughed at, just silly like bonks on the head, and then there was stuff that all the adults were just like roaring in the aisles. I mean, I was laughing at pretty much both types of humor, which I think people found annoying in theaters. But I really liked it a lot. I thought it was really witty, and the animation was out of this world. Crazy good. Literally. Yeah. The ocean, I think I need to just watch the ocean scene, because, again, because it was just like, how are they? How is this possible? But, um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. It was a good time. Yep. Um, I mostly echo that sentiment. I didn't think it was, like, amazing by any means. Um, I mean, it's the same guys that did Cloudy with the Chips Meatballs, and I greatly enjoyed those, both of those films more than this one. Um, but, you know, it still has a lot of the adult humor that I really appreciate. I thought all of the voice casting was really great. Um, you know... It's a fun little happy-go-lucky movie that makes you feel good when you watch it. Um, 
Unikitty was obviously my favorite character, <laughs> mostly because she's pretty much an embodiment of who I am as a human being. Except if I were, you know, like a cat with a unicorn horn. That's not what you look like. I gotta look back at my Twitter. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. It's what my entire like my room and life are basically just cloud cuckoo land forest place <laughs> jungle thing. Uh, rainbow super happy fun time. So I don't know. I I liked it. It was it was fun to watch and I enjoyed it. But I don't know that I need to see it again. Even though I did enjoy a lot of the like little aside, um, little things happening in the background that you may not have noticed, but you know, it's cool. Yeah, I need to just watch all of that again to see all of that. We kept laughing and stuff in the theater that I because well, I, I would just like point at something. Yeah, she would just I'd like, be like point at something that's happening. I'm like, wait, but that's not the main character. What? I need to watch it again. Wait, there's a whale somewhere. A shark. <laughs> there's a oh whale. Oh my god. There's a panda. Hitting something? What am I missing? Yeah. Guys, I forgot to mention that Batman's in this movie, so <laughs> FYI, in case you didn't remember Batman's in it, and it was awesome. And uh, Will Arnett did an amazing job doing the Batman voice. Good job. That was mine. Good job there. That was, that was mine. good. Yeah. Abe? Yeah. I definitely like this movie a lot. Uh, I'm a little bit more in the boat of Taylor, with Taylor. Um, uh, and I love the side gags. I love the way that uh, Chris... Miller and Phil Lord have uh, really conceptualized a lot of the stories that they've made, like Call of the Chance of Meatballs. I remember not watching that in theaters and just picking it up on DVD and thought it was amazing because yeah. uh, it was so funny and there were so many jokes in it. Um, much like this one, or much like that one, this one has a lot of sight gags that I may have missed. Um, there was a lot of clever writing, and I remember there was one specific line in which only my row, with my, fr- my three other friends that are watching this with me, we laughed the hardest because they were saying... Uh, I know this sounds like a cat poster, and we just thought, yes, it <laughs> yeah. really does. And we were the only ones that were laughing because because we're immature, and, and we read a lot of cat posters, cat motivational posters. There's so um, I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought that they took a lot of care and craft into uh, making every scene count, especially when he's falling down this hole, and you see that his body disassembles, and then it reassembles, and uh, all the other stuff. Um, adult humor is there, and there's also a touching story to it, too. Um, you know, you don't have to be the, you don't have to follow all the instructions per se. Uh, anything you build is amazing because you are the one that's creating it. So I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the uh, the overall sentiment, and uh, I do have to see it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I could not wait to see this movie again, and I saw it a week prior, so I was happy to do so this week when I saw it again. And the second showing was a late night showing, a theater full of all adults, no children, and everyone was laughing oh, hysterically. Really? Yeah. It it was pretty fantastic, but I yeah I love this movie. I, it's it's not you know late in the year or anything, but it's certainly my favorite movie of the year so far, especially after January, which was pretty depressing, Abe. Um, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> there was no there was no premium rush or no uh, what's that Schwarzenegger movie? There was no the like, last stand. There was no yeah, the there was gray, no one like, fun movie. I mean, yeah. There was there it was a pretty rough rough January, and that's saying something for January movies, but um. No, this was a this was just delightful. This was the kind of movie that made me smile just all the way through. I was just happy to see both the amount of jokes per minute just being thrown at you, as well as the just craft and creativity and imagination on display. I thought there was so much cool stuff in this these Lego worlds that you get to go to and seeing them build things just out of the various things around them is just so 
awesome. Like that's the kind of the key word that runs through this movie, and it's very much applicable because the movie is in fact awesome. Everything about it is awesome. The voice cast is awesome. The everyone seems to be, like having a really great time, especially Morgan Freeman and Liam Neeson. Like they seem to be <laughs> of all people, they seem to be having like a blast doing their the voices in this movie. Liam Neeson, who's playing like a cop character who has a good side and a bad side, amazing. <laughs> like yeah. He was so great. Um, but I also agree there is a good, you know, kind of base – like, the story, it's like the main story is very basic. It's very – it's just a basic hero's journey story. But, like, what's going on underneath it where it has this kind of meta humor and self-awareness to it makes it just really enjoyable to watch. And then it kind of piles other things on top of that that get to a, a bit of heart and a bit of – thematic stuff involving storytelling which i really liked like the stuff about like everyone's special that's fun but underneath that there's this you know story about how it's great to create things and to take your own path and that's there's some really cool positive messages going on within this movie that's already just really funny and really imaginative so i loved it i just had a blast with this movie i think it's also worth noting that taylor and i both talked about like the explosions yeah. Afterwards, mm-hmm. and how there were so many explosions, and how we were so transfixed by them. I just watched the clouds and the explosions. Because the that. animation style, right? It's yeah, so... it was yeah. insane. Like everything. Like so... I wonder, I wonder if they took because I feel like kind of like eight bit art is a thing, or like pixelated art. So I wonder if they just kind of got all of the pixelated masterminds together and were just like, "Hi, go crazy." Well, I know um, what's his name, uh, Chris McKay, who is who works with Seth Green on Robot Chicken. He was a he was a, a very much involved oh, in the production. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes um, a lot of sense. The uh, animation style itself is it's a mix of stop motion and CG, but everything in this movie that you obviously have seen is are things that could be made with actual Lego pieces. Right. As opposed to other, like, kind of Lego, like the Lego video games, the Lego movies based off the video. Like, those, they look like Lego pieces, but they're not, like, specifically made from Lego pieces necessarily. This is have all you made... guys, Have you guys played the Lego video games? Like, is this I, anything I love, like yeah, it? Yeah, no, no yeah. it's not like, well, I mean, it's, they both have a, a, a good sense of irreverent humor that makes them really okay. enjoyable. Yeah, I'm like, I'm currently playing the Marvel Super Heroes Lego game, which is awesome, mainly because you get to be, like, all the different Marvel characters in one game, which the movies can never do. So it's like first level Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Hulk together. Like, right. you know, you never see that in the movies, but you see that in the game, and it's a lot of fun. But no, those those games are certainly they're certainly fun, especially as an adult. I love playing them because they're just funny games, and they, you know, they they're all themed with Indiana Jones or Harry Potter or right. Batman. Like it's all these things. Like yeah, this is awesome. But yeah, the the movies, its own thing, but it's also just really funny. <laughs> Yeah, and I was really glad that my friend sat next to me, and uh, when you see the first master builder view of uh, of Wild Style, is that a DJ name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, all these numbers that come up, and I was thinking, what is it? And then he's like, oh my gosh, those are the Lego part numbers. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Okay, oh. thank you. I was going to ask that. I was like, what are those numbers? Yeah, those are the actual <laughs> numbers of the different Lego parts that she's looking at. It's, it's really clever. Wow. Which is, yeah, no which idea. is really clever. <laughs> I'm so glad no you brought idea. that up right then and there because it comes up a little bit later too. And also, I'd like to add that this is also one of the best Batman movies ever. Batman is <laughs> Will Arnett as Batman. And um, let's see, friend of the show Scott Mendelson, he correctly pointed out it's like basically it's the Frank Miller's um, "I Am the Goddamn Batman" Batman version, who's just yeah, like yeah. this kind of arrogant, <laughs> cocky Batman. That's amazing. Yep. Relax, everybody. I'm here. Batman. What's up, babe? Babe. What? Oh, sorry, Batman. This is Emmett. Emmett, this is my boyfriend, Batman. I'm Batman. That's your boyfriend? Hey, babe. What? 
Let's hold hands. <laughs> so, uh... Hey, guys. I think we're about to crash into the sun. Yeah, but it's gonna look really cool. It's so like, funny. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Wayne, who is that guy? Who is He's that amazing. Guy? Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I love when he's like, this is gonna work. We're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna need to let me party with strangers anytime I want. I was like, I love you. Be my boyfriend, please. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you can have Batman. I'll take Mr. Peabody. It'll be great. Yeah. Followed fun. by Lando asking, where'd you get that sweet space cape? Yeah. <laughs> but I also like the humor around uh, a lot of the other interweaving Warner Brothers properties too, like uh, Superman and also the Green yeah. Lantern. How oh, the yeah, they're yeah. just like, no, I don't want to hang out with you, man. I've got to go to Krypton again and save it. Does anybody have any Kryptonite, please? <laughs> so great. There's a lot of like it, it seems clear that they had a ton of ideas they just couldn't make room for. There's so many other people that they could have involved in this and ones that are in the background that they could have been like, you know, the, there's little throwaway guys like Michelangelo and Michelangelo, but then like Wonder Woman has like one line. Like there's like a lot of stuff that yeah. all these people could have done that just leads itself to me being excited for sequels because then you will have a chance to see more of yeah. this. Oh, they better make a sequel. I'm still Given, I mean, the, the announcement was made before the movie opened that they're planning on a sequel already. Oh, right. Probably because that's, that's it was true. tracking so well and based on the box office that we'll get to it's no a no-brainer that they're going to make it, let alone the, you know, the 97 right Rotten Tomatoes group of these score. Like, everyone <laughs> loved this that, movie. <laughs> like, yeah. The other thing I really appreciate about it is that their they're choosing of the voice actors wasn't so much, I'm going to choose the most popular, you know, actor today or child actor. Yeah, exactly. It was thoughtful. They chose people who were, you recognize, but at the same time are good people in general. You know, you don't think of um, Chris Pratt as... I don't know, a Jonas brother versus a Jonas brother. You're like, yeah, I'd rather have Chris Pratt because he's a funnier dude. He's a little bit more mature. He can deliver the lines because uh, I've seen him like Parks and Rec and whatever else. So I'm glad that they chose those guys rather than, than uh, going for, I don't know, some, some younger audience money grab. But Abe, that, again, Abe that gives credit to, to Chris Lord and, uh, or Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Abe wants to hurt children. He hates birds and he's not a fan of the Jonas brothers. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> Wait, speaking of hurting children, I need to confess <laughs> that Leah and I literally bought the last tickets to go see this, so much so that there were children behind me crying that they couldn't get tickets, and I'm literally holding the last two tickets for the like noon show we went to today. We sacrificed little children's dreams to make sure we were prepared for this podcast. I just need to confess that because I was feeling feeling really, really guilty. Totally worth it, however. <laughs> Those Lego but... fantasies are really going to be something tonight. I know, exactly. Killing kids' dreams. It's just ramping it all up. <laughs> whoa, whoa, it's whoa, great. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hunger Games was last time. That's true. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Abe, yeah. I agree with you that I like the casting quite a bit here. I, I mean, it is it is a pretty all-star cast when you have Morgan Freeman and Liam Neeson involved. But, right. I mean, it's still – and Will Ferrell, for that matter, too. Like, it's – it, but it does, they do work well into this movie, and they, as I said, they all seem to be like having a ton of fun. Like I don't know if they're recorded separately or not, but they seem to just be really embracing the lines of dialogue that they're given to say. Especially like Morgan Freeman as you know Obi Wan type character, where he's given these really <laughs> these prophecies and things, but he's like doing it in such a fun way. And Liam Neeson being bad cop and such like an over like he's saying puns at every second he can and throwing chairs around like it's so playing dumb master builder no i master builder oh so you've never heard of the prophecy no I, or the special no no i'm a liar look here you mess look um 
I watch a lot of cop shows on TV. Isn't there supposed to also be a... Isn't there supposed to be a good cop? Oh, yes. But we're not done yet. Hi, buddy. I'm your friendly neighborhood police officer. Would you like a glass of water? Yeah, yeah, actually. That's Too bad. Funny. And he, uh, he also oh, voices his, his parents, and that's parents, really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just high-pitched Scottish, or high-pitched, yeah, Scottish accents is hilarious. Oh, son. Uh, How are you doing? It works because it like it has such because you like you get what the story is like you know where it's going it's like yeah he's got to realize there's a true potential blah 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 but it like it, even like uh, Elizabeth Banks gets a moment where she's like giving out all this exposition and it just like cuts away to like blah 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 important stuff important stuff because <laughs> it doesn't because it doesn't matter like it's not You're like you get it and it's not about like what this plot is it's about so much more it's about all the fun and the creativity <laughs> on display and it, it it very much gets that it's very self-aware and those jokes work well and it it lends itself to being a movie that's for everybody and not just for kids and but without having jokes that are too grown up like they're jokes for jokes for everybody because everything is awesome yeah I think one of my favorite jokes is when they were going into the Western land. She's like, okay, just act natural. Cowboy, cowboy, guns, guns, cowboy. No, no, bang, no. Bang. I would lie. Bang, bang. She's like, I lied. Just, 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 you know, stand still. Act like a table. Table, table. Put things on me. Sit on me. Sit on me. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> but the visualizations were there, too. Like, uh, meet me upstairs in 10 seconds. Ten seconds later, <laughs> and it went with whatever land they were in, which was what my favorite was. I didn't even notice that. Oh, oh yeah, it was like the western one would be like yeah. silent movie, like ding 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 ding, and then you know <laughs> later on it'd be like ten seconds, da da da, ten seconds later. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. Have to watch it again. I liked uh, Metal Be Nick Offerman is a Metal Beard, by the way. And, but, oh, that's who, that's who Nick Offerman is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he's Metal Beard. The I saw I saw his name in the in the post credits, and I was like, who was Nick Offerman? Yeah, because he, he sounds the least like himself of all the cast <laughs> in this movie. It's like Nick Offerman is the one that's actually like doing like a completely different voice. <laughs> it's because he has a shark for an arm. That is why his voice yeah. changed. You're right. Yeah. Yep. I just I also <laughs> love that. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have. Well, did he have a beard as a pirate? He had a, beard. Yeah. He had a metal beard. His it's name was metal, metal Beard. beard. Yes. Metal beard. That. Come on, Abe. Um, but I also love when they're when when they zoom out and so you, the the ships are going away. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, or when they do something, go pew. <laughs> it's so clever. So I. Many, many kudos. Well, like the same with like um, oh. a ghost version of a certain character. Yes. He's like on a string. <laughs> oh my god! I couldn't so finish like, telling you what I wanted like, to tell you because I died. Superman could fly, but yet the ghosts are on strings. I'm like, go with it, go with it. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so funny. Superman and Green Lantern, by the way, that's uh, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, which is oh really? Uh. Oh, that was Channing Tatum. I knew Jonah oh, Hill was the Green Lantern. Oh man, more fantasies. Right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, keep it in your pants. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we're silent. Yeah, we're gushing over this movie. Yeah, um, I. I I don't. I don't know what else we can talk about because we just we just like this movie a lot. How I was, adorable! I was, I was. I was. I was hoping that Abe would hate it just so I could have ammo to to play into him, but I don't have to go into there now. So yeah. I turned to Leah halfway through the movie and I was like, I need to be one of these characters for Halloween. I just haven't figured out which. I will clearly not pick Unikitty because I will. I think no. my eyeballs will be scratched Dead. out. Dead. Bye, <laughs> Leah. Um, 
but I mean, I, I need to figure out which one. Maybe I'll be wild, uh, wild style, or I'll probably just be like it's Batman. Lucy Taylor. Oh yeah, it's Lucy. <laughs> oh, no, does that give me something? Who's Lucy? Who is that? Who's person? Lucy? <laughs> Also, when Unikitty turned evil, I yeah. left. Allison Rhee is Unikitty, by the way. Oh, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, like I'm revealing things to Abe. He's like, oh wait, because <laughs> I saw hey. these names in the post credits. I was like, who are, are these? Like, who did they well, play? I, I wasn't focusing on the credits only because Lonely Island started singing, and I just couldn't focus anymore. Oh, I also like how. Did, did Unikitty impale some people with her with her horn? By the way, yeah. There, there were some impalings going on in this movie. <laughs> I'm also glad right. that um, what was I gonna say? Uh, uh, Will Forte is Lincoln in this movie, which is funny just because he was Lincoln in Clone <laughs> High, the other show that Phil Lord and Chris Miller created. So. <laughs> Lincoln callback. Okay, let's move on here. Let's uh, do a little rating for the film since we love it. I don't. To see how far down it's going to go. But each week and out now with Aaron Dave, we try to rate films based on when you should go and see them. And we have our scale that goes from IMAX to theater, dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, TV, or just kind of forget about it. Where where did I start? Taylor, where would you put the film on that scale? Um, Like, if you don't go see this in 3D, like, something is seriously wrong with you. Save up your money. Don't get coffee for a couple days. Like, spend the extra $13. Go see it in 3D. I've heard, I'm going to rate it IMAX, but I'm, like putting a requirement of 3D <laughs> minimum. Um, so 4D or 5D just... if it's available as well, then. Right, exactly. Okay. Like, go six-dimensional in this the movie. D's. All of oh. the Ds need to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Leah just took it there. All of the um, Ds. So yeah. <laughs> Feel free to TM that if you want. Yeah, well, yeah, all of the yeah. Ds. Got it. Leah, how many Ds are you giving the film? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say go see it in theaters. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed what? it. Don't I think it's her. worth supporting. <laughs> Abe, definitely IMAX, and uh, yeah, I would echo the 3D. I, although, no, uh, I wasn't too sure what parts were crazy cool, but I did see it in 3D. So yeah, yeah, I IMAX high rating. Um. I'm not one to recommend 3D often, but I mean, it doesn't hurt this film for me. It didn't. I saw it twice in 3D. It, it felt applicable. <laughs> it made sense to me that it was in three dimensions. Um, so yeah, Lego Movie. We loved it. Um, let's move on to movie callback. 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 This is where we go over some <laughs> of the films that we might have thought of during or after the main film of the week. Let's start River Abe. What are your, some of your callbacks this week? Uh, I had The Matrix. I also had uh, um, Rango and also uh, oh. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones, good as call. Well as, yeah. Wow, as well as, uh, Yeah, as well as oh. Tron Legacy there. So, yeah. Uh, Leah? Kyle Jen's Meatballs. The obvious one. Um, also got a lot of, like, Toy Story action. Um... You know, the huge. Those, yeah, no, no, no. That's all I got. Taylor? Um, once you said Robot Chicken, now that's, like, all I can think about. <laughs> um, definitely a lot of Robot Chicken. Also, in the beginning, where he's, like, getting ready and kind of showing us his life, reminded me a little bit of, like, Fifth Element with Bruce Willis, like, 
in the futuristic world. I can see that. Like, you know the, what I mean? Even the city kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, even the city. Um, and then I totally agree with everybody else. Uh, the Matrix and Cloudy and um, Osmosis Jones. I'm going to have to watch that movie again. Love it. Anyway. It so stars the Monuments it. Men's Bill Murray. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, um, The Matrix, Toy Story, Clyde Have a Chance of Meatballs, The Muppets, uh, Team was... America, World Police came to mind. Oh, Team America, oh. totally. I guess Wally and Rango, like yeah, all those movies are all just just joins up with them for me. So just so much happiness. Oh, and Wreck It Ralph. I'm gonna add Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. That was maybe callback. 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 Let's get to uh, let's get to our audible plug each week or today at least. Out now is brought to you brought to you by audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download at www all three of those w's .audibletrial.com so a podcast. There are over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any kind of MP3 player. For the listeners about now, Theron and Abe, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free thirty day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I have a book to recommend. It's called Brick by Brick, How Lego Rewrote the Rules of Innovation and Conquered the Global Toy Industry by David Robertson and Bill Breen. Um, it basically takes you inside the Lego you've never seen by following the teams that are inventing some of the world's best-loved toys. It spotlights the company's disciplined approach to harnessing creativity and recounts one of the most remarkable business transformations in recent memory. That is a book that you can listen to in full called Brick by Brick on Audible, along amongst other many other books that you could also choose from. You can download a book for free, sign up, dilly around with a dilly, dilly around with the service, and then be like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this. Then you can get rid of the service, or you can keep it if you want to. But you get to still keep the book regardless. It's that simple. AudibleTrial.com, slash out now podcast. All of that. Nailed that one. Nailed That's, it. It's out of the way, guys. Okay. So awesome. Where's Everything was awesome. Where are my pants? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here are your pants. The show's over. Let's let's do a little feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Eat least. Thank you, thank you for the out now feedback theme. Um, this is of course where we read many of the answers that were given to us on our Facebook page. We ask every week many questions relating to the main subjects of the week, and you ask you guys to provide answers for us, and you write them down, and we read them on the show. It's great. Everyone wins. Um, Win. So with that. We'll ask the questions, we'll read out the answers. If Leah and Taylor, if you guys have any answers that you'd like to add, feel free to do so. But um, here we go. Starting it off, a little, a little on the dramatic side here. Uh, I Last week, of course, Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman, he passed away. It was very unfortunate. Very great actor. And uh, so we asked, uh, what were people's favorite performances from Philip Seymour Hoffman? Uh, Mike has The Big Lebowski. Uh, Dennis says he was a total creep in Mission Impossible 3, and he dug that. Adam has the talented Mr. Ripley and Doubt. And Jason has Mission Impossible 3 as well. Um, I gotta say like Capote. To you gotta say Capote? Yeah. yeah, I'd like to add in uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Charles Wilson's War, that's a good one. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, not too long ago, too, I, I rewatched uh, Synecdoche, New York, a movie I love. And I, that, I need to see that. That film, which was written and directed by Charlie Kaufman, that film and this film called Owning Mahoney, this little indie movie about him as like this kind of chronic gambler. Those are those are my two favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman performances, I think, and amongst many that he's very good in. Like The Master is a great performance. Yeah. The, 
the uh, before the devil knows you're dead another great performance there's all he's just he was a great actor he had a lot of great performances but yeah the synecdoche and oni mahoney those are those are movies that i really really like him in mm. i liked him in um uh in almost famous when he played almost, yeah. Bangs. yeah a lot of people and then my absolute favorite just because it's one of my favorite movies is when he when it was one of his first movies was when he was in scent of a woman Ah, yeah. Where he played the, the rich like, kid, rich preppy kid. guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Best tango scene ever. Even a movie, <laughs> like, and I put this on the Facebook page, Along Came Polly. Not a great movie, but he is, like, hilarious in it. So like, great. He's just, like, Ben Stiller's, like, best friend, and he's, like, doing these basketball moves in a couple scenes. It's just, like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, hilarious. and Twister. Twister. Oh, Food. Yeah, Twister. Oh, Food. Yeah. Food. Oh, Food. The suck. The suck. <laughs> R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman, you will be missed. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, we then asked, what is your favorite non-traditional and non-CG animated movie? Tyler writes, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Nice. Bob writes, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Nice. Joe writes, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Frank and Winnie is pretty cool, too. I'll just keep saying nice. I'm going to stop. <laughs> These are all good choices. <laughs> Friends Joe Scott Nemison <laughs> writes, Coraline. Ooh. Where's the nice? I said I'd stop doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's a song about Coraline. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Jason has, I say Thor and Loki, Blood Brothers, and the Lego movie. Uh, Brandon writes Coraline. Tim writes James and the Giant Peach. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I picked that one. Uh, Shelly writes Wallace and Gromit, presumably the TV series. Uh, Dennis writes, haven't seen the Lego movie yet, and I can't think of anything that tops Paranorman at the moment. That's currently the right answer. I mean, that's yeah. what I Okay, next up we have, is there an actor or actress that you have been surprised to see involved in an animated film? Uh, Tyler has Liam Neeson in The Nut Job, which I just assume he hasn't seen the Lego movie yet, or um, <laughs> or uh, Mel Gibson in Pocahontas. Uh, Jason Ooh, has Morgan Freeman in the Lego movie. Has Morgan Freeman done other animated movies? I think he has, hasn't he? Has he done I feel like he has. He just narrates things so often, so it's like it feels yeah. like he's really been involved in every movie. <laughs> Um, and uh, then Brian has Ashley Judd in the Tooth Fairy. Oh wait, that's uh, that's funny. Okay, good job, Brian. Because <laughs> that's not animated, but it's the Tooth Fairy with Dwayne the J- Rock Johnson. We've seen cool movie-themed Lego sets turn into a reality. Star Wars stuff, the DeLorean. What picks do you guys have for cool Lego movie-themed designs? Mike has Lego Adventure Time. Nice. Jason has Lego Scott Pilgrim, Lego Arrow, Lego RoboCop. Lego Ghostbusters, Lego Highlander, Lego Sherlock, Lego Whoa. Doctor Who, Lego Transformers, I think that exists, Lego G.I. Joe, and, Lego, and Back to the Future, we have the DeLorean, and Lego the Go-Go's. Oh, so That's good. not a thing you wrote, but I just want to add that. Lego my ego. <laughs> um, Scott, Scott has Jurassic Park. I was waiting for the right time. Liz has, I was going to say Jurassic Park, but Scott beat me to it. Uh, Jim Dietz has Escape from New York Lego playset, and <laughs> and John Svakamajor's Lego Caligula, which would be amazing and very sexual. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show, Jorge Cordova, has The Warriors. It could give me a legitimate reason to say, Warriors, come out to play, yay. Uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott has Lego My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> oh. Wow. And, wow. And Brandon has Lego, a Serbian film, which just kills me. Which would be, yeah, probably, like, 
one of the oh, worst, the worst accompaniments. Oh, that's yeah. the best yeah. one. Lego, Lego with Serbia. Uh. Lego, my dinner with Andre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good job, guys. <laughs> we then asked, between the Lego movie and the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt is becoming a bigger star. Who is your favorite star on the rise? Maxwell has Michael B. Jordan and Dane DeHaan. Uh, Adam has Anna Kendrick. Jason has, would Charlie Day also be in Star on the Rise? I'd Probably say yes. so. He's in more and more movies. Yeah. Uh, Tyler has Miles Teller. Uh, proved his acting chops in the, in the spectacular now for me. Can't wait to see what he'll uh, do next. And Mike writes, Kristen Stewart. I don't know Mike, so I'll just assume that he's taking, saying that completely seriously. We'll just yeah, I couldn't tell if that was a joke, but yeah. Sure. Oh, we'll just assume that he meant it completely. We'll just, we'll just spread right, the rumor. Mike Jones wants to see more Kristen Stewart movies. Got it. Okay. There you go. Um, by the way, Charlie Day was the voice of the spaceman, if you didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But See, I, I thought you would. <laughs> Thank you! Abe doesn't read credits. Let's get, <laughs> let's get to some questions. You guys asked us some questions. We're going to answer them on the show right now, right here. We're going to change the game. Right, Abe? Changing it. <laughs> We're just, doing it. Just like, yeah, just like the Emancipation Proclamation. Just exactly like that example, yes. Okay. But, changing the game. Changing the game. That's what I, that's what Lincoln said. Actually, he was like, "Guys, remember this is a Lincoln. This is a, he was like, guys, we're changing the game here." He said yeah. it in Lincoln voice. He was like, "Guys, we're changing the game here." But it was it was pretty much that's what he said. Score and changing the game. <laughs> David Strathairn was there, as Secretary of State. He was just like, "All right, we can do that. I guess we can change the game." Anyway, <laughs> um, Mike asks. Has there ever been a movie so terrible that you walked out of? I have an answer for this, but Abe, do you? Have you ever? I, I I haven't walked out of any film primarily because I need more ammo to see to to get explain why I hate it. Um, but back in the day, I did stop a film, and that's uh, probably sort of the same thing. And that was the Mr. Bean movie. I just thought, man, what is uh, going on here? I just I stopped it, and I was like, I I'm not gonna watch this. You just broke Scooter's heart. I'm sorry, Scooter. Um. No, I don't. I don't walk out of movies. I just, I personally find it disrespectful. So I just never. I don't walk out of movies. That's not a thing that I do, regardless of how terrible it is. So, but uh, the only movie I've ever stopped was um, The Hills Have Eyes. Mm. I was too scared. I couldn't keep <laughs> going. They had a lot of eyes. I well, so many eyes. So many All eyes. Of the eyes. That's what it says oh, on the. It, that's one of the critics' poll quizzes. It says so many eyes! Exclamation point! Ain't a cool news. That's what the. <laughs> that's on the box. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Uh, and then yeah. it's yes, just. I oh. no, I've never walked. I've never walked out of something. I'm. I'm really trying to think of one that I've even like. Even if I fall asleep at 3 a.m. watching a movie, the next morning I'm like, "Dag nabbit, I gotta watch the rest of it." And I say, "Dag nabbit, too." Just. <laughs> <laughs> When I so say yeah, when I, I think... when I say I never walk, I don't walk out of movies theatrically. Like I, I've stopped movies like on Netflix or something before, just because like, well, who am I disrespecting yeah. at this point? Like it's a Netflix movie, but whatever. Izzy asks us, "You have to choose the new face of the Mission Impossible series. Who do you choose?" Great question, Izzy. I'm gonna open up to you guys. A face with eyes and a nose would probably be good. There you go. Some good stars. Uh, I don't know who's a mini Tom Cruise. Who's a little Tom Cruise we can have running around doing movies? <laughs> I don't know. You know who I meant to say is an actor that I feel like is coming up is Anton Yelchin. He's going to be in that new Odd Jones, Odd Tom movie. Jones, Odd Tom. That's a, yeah. Is that, is that what it is? 
Jones on top. Anyway, he's minus if please minus all of the Star Trek stuff, even though I whatever. But he's something that's that's up on the rise, so he could be a good face. He could be a mini Tom Cruise. He's, he's so tiny. So yeah, I guess he could be a mini Tom Cruise. I know uh, that's true. He's a little tiny. Abe, any uh, thoughts on Mission Impossible? Even like who could replace Tom Cruise? Yeah, I was thinking about it. And I was uh, I was gonna go with the uh, Donald Glover, but nah. <laughs> like you know, you guys, you guys should give him Spider Man. Give him something else. Give him, give him a give different Mission Impossible. Yeah, give him a different property that he can make money. He could sing raps at the end of the credits like Will Smith used to do. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh man. man. Oh hell no. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Childish Gambino. Yeah, I don't. I mean, GPOY. I'll just yeah, I'll just, I'll just don't stick with Donald Glover right now, just because that's fun. Um, <laughs> I don't have a choice offhand. I'll, I'll just leave, I'll just let Renner and Tom Cruise run a wild with it until they decide. To run a to wild. It. Run a wild. That's the that's that's the sixth one. Mission Impossible: Run a Wild. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Can't wait. It's gonna be a semi sequel to Martin Lawrence's Run Tell Dat. That's a old stand up <laughs> movie joke that is made. <laughs> okay. Um. Tyler asks, what are your opinions on Michael Bay, either as a director or his company, Platinum Dunes? Michael Bay is a, a strange guy. He's Explosion. Got, yeah, explosions, and, you know, he, he's, he's an exercise nut, so I appreciate that about him, but uh, he recently had some kind of uh, teleprompter malfunction, and he just walked off stage instead of kind of uh, just ad-living it over at Samsung there, and... Yeah, you know, he's a strange guy. He's kind of got some quirks and uh, whatever else. I mean, can't really blame the guy. I mean, he's probably living in a fancy world, but good on him. He worked hard. <laughs> Thanks for your opinion of Michael Bay the person, Abe. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I, Michael Bay, I trust Michael Bay to make movies that look like Michael Bay movies. Have some yeah. of them been bad? Sure. Have some of them been very entertaining? I think so. I have no problem with him as a director. I'd like to see him be more ambitious, which he attempted in, in Pain and Gain, which I thought was a, a pretty good movie, uh, which was even better the second time I watched it, actually. But his style tends to overtake some of the intention of some of his films, and that weakens a lot of them. But I can't deny that I enjoy his kind of brand of blockbuster. So I have I have no problem with him as a director. Like, he's doing what he's doing. It doesn't affect me. Like it's, he seems to make many people happy, given you know the amounts of money that his movies have made. I can't. I don't feel bad for the the world, or I don't feel like he's imposing bad things on the audience of today because of the style of his movies. I I know directors that are way less talented than Michael Bay that just skirt on by, just sitting on the cusp of just below average, as opposed to shooting for the stars like Michael Bay does. So, you know, he's doing what he's doing. He seems happy about it. I don't. I, I take away entertainment. Don't mind them. Platinum Dude. Dunes. I've hated most of their movies. Actually, is his <laughs> horror company. I hate that Texas Chainsaw remake. I hate that Friday the Thirteenth remake. I hate that the new Nightmare on that Nightmare on Elm Street movies. That's terrible. Um, can't really care about any of those. Although you I think really the, hated the Texas Chainsaw remake. Yeah, a lot. With Jessica Biel. Yep. Oh my god. I Never saw that. I bought it today on DVD. I, <laughs> I did. I did. I'm not, I'm not, True. I'm not thinking you did. Go think. check my Instagram. I, I will now. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, what's the next question, Dave? And so our final question is uh, from Jason. Who would you guys have as the baddie in the Lego Movie 2? Oh, I, have, I already had the answer to this. Just as you read it, I was like, oh, I got the perfect answer for this. Who? It would, of course, have to be 
Abraham Lincoln returning with Lincoln Logs. Oh, snap. Bill Forte is the bad guy in Lego Movie 2, and he brings Lego Logs with him to overtake the Lego universe. He's always the bad guy in the Chris uh, Miller, Phil Lord movies. Chester V. Yeah. (laughs) If that is what actually happened... I'm just going to pay you a million dollars because that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys taking a bank loan for a million dollars? I want to write to the producers and be like, listen, you're welcome. My friends already figured out the whole movie. Like, here you go. <laughs> pay us money. Thanks. Notice how I, I put myself in there just then. Yeah. I like so. that. Yeah, you got to put yourself in there to make it more real. Cover time. Yeah. Speaking of excited, let's Uh-oh. do some box office talk. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't what you thought I was going to say next, but it is. Yeah. No. <laughs> box office. Each week we go over the results of what happened at the box office and find out if our previous predictions were anywhere close to what actually happened. Abe, do you remember what you predicted for the Lego movie last week? Yep. I said first place with $65 million. You said 62 62 uh, <laughs> <laughs> Inflating myself there. Uh, Philip. Uh, Philip Price, the new, newest guest of our show. Go check out his reviews at reviewsfromabed.net. He predicted $45 mil. I said 51 mils, just stuck in between. Lego Movie dominated this weekend with 69, 69, dude, $69 million. Hey, everything is awesome. All of these. I got to make that into an audio drop for Abe to put in every time we say it in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Lego Movie dominated this weekend. First place, 69 mil. It's likely going to dominate next weekend, too, even though there's three big movies coming out next weekend. I mean, it's just nothing seems to be stopping it right now. The Monuments Men did pretty good for second place for, you know, a, a war a war history-themed dramatic film uh, from George Clooney, 22 mil. Uh, Vampire Academy did not hit third place or fourth place or fifth place or sixth place. It hit seventh place of four million, mainly because I don't think anyone knew it existed. Um, let's see. Four million total? Yeah. That, 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 that cover it off salary? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. What else happened? Not a lot. Um, Ride Along still making money. It's over 100 mil by now, right now. Wow. Um, Frozen still making tons of money, and I mean it's yeah. got competition now from the Lego Movie as well as the Nut Job. <laughs> so, and uh, that day would see Nut Job was that good? I've heard terrible things. Yeah, I heard the an- <laughs> I saw the- I heard the animation was literally like the worst. Like imagine. Go 20 years back, and the animation was, like, around that time. I don't want to imagine oh, that. That's, yeah, that's like I'd rather just watch Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. But yeah, that's the box office. Let's, uh, actually, uh, what, 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 uh, what's, what time oh, is Oh, snap! I need some help here, Lee and Taylor. I believe that what? it is... Game time! Game time! That was Lego-rific. I thought it would be. That is, of course, the sound for games. It is time for games. And I have a game this week. Me too. Cool. Well, Abe, we have not done this game in quite some time. Uh Uh-oh. It's called Alternate Movie Titles. Yes! Oh, snap. I should say that Abe's pretty good at this game. This is where I've come up with basically a series of words that are similar to the words that make up movie titles, and you have to guess what those movies are. Um, let's do this as we've been doing it before. To, you, you're going to kind of buzz in by saying your name and then the answer when I read the question, and you get one chance. 
Wait, so to be clear, if I want to answer, I say Taylor, and that's me saying I want to answer. Exactly. That is okay, good. Yeah. Just testing. That was a test. Okay, so Abe's pretty good at this game, guys, so be on your well, toes I here. Was. He was. Dominant. It's been a while. I tried to I tried to cool our our alternate titles guesser, so try to cool him <laughs> off, so we'll see if that works. Here's, here's the first one. Here we go. Servitude times a dozen. Taylor! Hey! Ah, go ahead. No, I, I said my name. Focus yeah, my Taylor name. followed the rules, Abe. <laughs> yeah, I know. The very explicit rules that See? we just laid out. The instructions, Abe. See, Abe, I did my test round. Abe, <laughs> guess for the second time outruled your co-hostess to answer the question. <laughs> What's the answer, Hey, man, Abe? I'm a special builder. I don't follow the rules. What's master the wow, master. Yeah, you are special, Abe. Thanks. You are so very special. <laughs> Taylor, well, you buzzed in. Yes. Oh, wait, I 12 years a slave. Yeah, that's the, that's the answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's never mind. Here's the next one. Make sure to say your name first. <laughs> Here we go. U.S. Dance. Taylor! Yep. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I'm yelling. <laughs> American Hustle. American Hustle is the correct answer. Okay. Yes. Here's the next one. She's having a baby. I don't have any idea. She's having a baby. Hmm. What's another phrase for that? Tick tock. Tick. Packs. <laughs> yeah, and, okay, the answer was knocked up. Uh, uh, oh. That's not the title. Damn it. I'm on the board. <laughs> Here's the next one. Look up to them. Abe. Yeah. Grown-ups? Oh, you're so close, but you're wrong. <laughs> it's not grown-ups too either. <laughs> Which I believe was called Red, White, and Grown-ups. I think that was the sequel title. Taylor. Yeah. Plane. <laughs> not a bad guess maybe plane two uh, I got nothing I passed the answer was role models uh, oh there you go I'm tied with Taylor I'm going to this <laughs> game here we go here's the next one Abe what Leah Lincoln yeah. Lincoln is the correct answer yeah! <laughs> you confused me by giving me yeah, the curve I was too I was like I was like, Please, yes, I will answer I your question, Aaron. You know who wasn't confused? Leah. You know who's no. from the land of Lincoln? Leah. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, next one. Texas membership. Leah. Hey. Oh. Leah. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club is the correct answer. Yeah. Me, Taylor, and Leah are tied for first place. Abe is yet to get on the board. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ominous start. I feel like Peyton Manning. Maybe you can, if you crush these next four... Here we go. <laughs> go with the sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give any safeties away. Um, here we go. Aqua Disney Princess. <laughs> Abe. Yeah. The Little Mermaid. And incorrect. Oh, that's what I was. Oh. Aqua Disney Princess. Aqua Disney Princess. I really don't. Time know. is up. Okay. The answer was Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. I'm thinking blue something. Oh. Wait, what is it? Aqua. Oh, God. Got it. Psych. I'm winning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Here's the next one. There's a curveball. I'm gonna move this one. I don't like this one. <laughs> you guys might not get this one. He's like, you guys aren't smart enough. I wrote this one a while ago. That was a hard one. That was that's a different crowd. Here, here's the next one. Locked up. Very good knockups. I said lock, locked up. Taylor. Yep. Entrapment. Incorrect. Hmm. Locked up. Leah doesn't know. Pass. Abe. Uh, Abe. Prisoners. Prisoners is the correct answer. Oh, Abe is on the board. Uh, <laughs> on the board. Here's the next one. Two more. Okay. Really Go. troublesome. Really troublesome. Just very troublesome. <laughs> An awesome amount of troublesome. <laughs> Awesomely insolent would be another one. Awesomely insolent. <laughs> Mm. I do not know. Taylor passes. <laughs> Leah Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad guess, but the answer was super bad. Oh. Abe uh, oh. used to be good at these, man. I know, I'm super rusty. It's like me and my ping pong skills. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was Here's... on a roll in the beginning, and now I just crapped out. Too much yelling. <laughs> Here's another one. Phil the Skipper. Phil, a uh, proper uh, noun? Uh, or... uh, Leah, Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips is the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job. Hello, the uh, I believe. I believe. Yeah, that is for the win, yes. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, four, yeah. I would like extra points for enthusiasm and yelling. <laughs> no? All right. Granted. You're ahead of Abe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> accomplished. Just kidding. That's the end of all okay. the movie titles. Okay. Woo! All right. Game two. It's called Sing Me a Song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's getting serious. So, Tegan and Sarah featuring the Lonely Island singing a song for the Lego movie. Now, I've got some other animated films here that you'd have to name, uh, but I will ask you a question about the singers of these songs. So, for example, number one. Let Christina Aguilera help you see your reflection that shows a strong woman able to take on the world. Mulan. Uh, Leah, Mulan. There you go. Boom. Okay, so, okay, I got it. See, pretty easy. Yeah. It was pretty easy once I had a helpful example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Phil Collins' song will help you escape from the jungle, and the lyrics will forever hey, be Taylor. in your... It's Taylor. Tarzan. Tarzan is correct. Yes. All right, number three. Maybe Celine Dion and Pia Boo Bright... Tyson will help you fall in love by singing a tale as old as time, especially when they're joined by talking clocks and teapots. Aaron. Aaron? Taylor said I said it first! Oh, I, I didn't hear the Taylor part. I'm sorry. I did! I said it in the middle! I believe you, Taylor. Sorry, Aaron. Yes! Beauty and the Beast? That is correct. Oh, that was the That was the song? You paused! Well, Don't worry. It was the name of the movie. Well, well <laughs> okay. Wait, oh! Oh, are we doing songs? Yeah, are we no, doing... we're doing songs and movies. I was doing, I was doing uh, the movie. All right, yeah. Oh, All right, number five. We're very reclamped over here. We're very, very <laughs> strong. Or I'm sorry, number four. James Ingram and Linda Ro uh, Ronstadt might help you find your lost family by singing Underneath the Pale Moonlight. Leah, Hercules? Leah. That is incorrect. 
lost it. Wait, can you repeat it? Sure. James Ingram and Linda Ronstadt might help you find your lost family by singing underneath the pale moonlight. Taylor! Taylor. Bible. The American Tale. That is correct. (laughs) 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 Underneath the pale moonlight. Number five. Elton John would definitely help you feel the love tonight in the African plains. Aaron. Yeah. Lion King. That is correct. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> Number six. Robin Williams might just show you how majestic you can be <laughs> wishes beyond your wildest Aaron. dreams. Aaron. Aladdin. That is correct. Alright. Number nine. Or number eight. <laughs> or I can't. The next one. Sixteen. <laughs> Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey would definitely make you believe in miracles, but only when you believe. Taylor. Taylor. Shoot, I know exactly what movie this is. Three, two, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. For the steal. What's it say it again? Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey will definitely make you believe in miracles, but only when you believe. Oh, Leah. Leah. Uh, Angels in the Outfield? No! That is incorrect. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, jeez. Miracles. Believe Oh, my it. God. Oh, people are screaming at this on their <laughs> iPhone right now. They really are. <laughs> um, Jesus. Uh, people believe in this. Ooh, I'm sorry. Time is up. The Prince but, of Egypt? Uh, Prince of Egypt, yeah. <laughs> did, did you not know the title of this? No, it slipped me, too. <laughs> I was like, what? There you go, Prince Prince of Egypt. Yeah, right. I never saw that I'm like I'm like sweating over here. I'm so upset that I got that wrong. I never saw that movie. I'm a real Jew. I watched the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's still in front, by the way. Woo! <laughs> it's fine. I won the last game. <laughs> here we go. I'd be enamored too if Vanessa Williams sang to me about the colors of the wind. Aaron Pocahontas. Aaron. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that trophy. <laughs> now you're tied with uh, you're tied with Leah or with uh, Taylor. Leah's on the board though. All right, second to last. To help you go the distance, you may need help from Michael, Michael Bolton and his lovely locks of hair. Aaron, Aaron, Hercules. Hercules or, is correct. Or as some pronounce it, Hercules. Now you're one ahead of Taylor. Okay, here we go for the win. Sarah McLaughlin taught us that you're never as sad as a toy who has to watch your best friend grow up Leah. and ditch her at a thrift. Leah. Toy Story 2. That is correct. Toy Story 2. The winner is still Aaron, though, by one. (laughs) So there you go. That was Sing Me a Song. Aw, games. Woo, games. Woo. You did it. I'm hyped up now. You you should be. (laughs) We got Walking Dead to watch after this. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate in hype. Um, Let's move on now. Let's get to Out Now Presents What's Out Now. These are movies that are coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this week, and we got quite a few, actually, here. Uh, first one up, Ender's Game. Yay! Yay! I enjoyed it. Uh, next, we have All is Lost with uh, Robert Redford. Uh, this Yay! Is a, this is a good movie. Yeah, this is a, this is a solid one. We're checking out for sure. Uh, then we have Abe's favorite movie of last year, maybe the decade, The Counselor. <laughs> Boo! I like that movie. Uh, then we have Best Man Holiday. Good movie. Heard like, it was a fun movie. Yeah. Good movie. Better than Baggage Claim, which came out last week. Uh, Best Man Holiday. Good movie. Uh, then we have Wajida. This is the film from Saudi Arabia. 
that was highly acclaimed mainly because it was the the first uh, female to, uh, 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 film from Saudi Arabia directed by a female from Saudi Arabia. That's just never happened, but also just received a lot of good notice. So I, I certainly want to check that out. Good... Yeah. Uh, then Disney's The Jungle Book comes out of the, yes! of the Disney vault. Out of the vault. Out of the vault. Out of the vault. Out of the vault. Yeah. Ooh, I got your, 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 your homes. So you can yeah. look for the Love that movie. Bear Necessities and bring it home today. Or on Tuesday, whenever. Well, I guess it's Tuesday when this comes out. So yeah, there you go. Um, what else? What did I have? Where'd it go? Um, no, the Americans, which I mentioned, that comes out. And feel free to enter that contest. We'll mention that contest. again. We'll mention that again at the end of the show. And Sherlock Season 3 hits Blu-ray and DVD this week as well. Just uh, Yeah, check it out. It's a solid solid season. And uh, yeah, that's it for that. Uh, let's see. Next week, next week's show, we are going to we're going to talk about RoboCop. Woo! That's Hell the movie. Yeah. It comes of the year. It definitely comes out next week. Yeah. I I will be happy to not hate it, but at the same time, it's one of the few times where I'm like I don't I don't care that much. So we'll see. But that, <laughs> with that said, let's uh let's let's do a little predicting here. What we think is going to happen next week at the box office with RoboCop. Let me put some things into perspective here. Um, RoboCop's debuting on Valentine's Day, which of course makes sense for RoboCop. Uh, Total Recall opened to 25 mil back in. Oh, that's the other Total Recall. My bad. <laughs> oh no, the other one did too. They both opened to 25 mil. Oh, good for them. Wow. One made significantly more money back in 2012. Total Recall. Um, other recent sci-fi efforts, I guess. What like Looper opened to 20. Uh, Real Steel opened to 27. Remember Real Steel, Abe? Yeah, that was a fun movie. It's great cinematography. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> those are the key things to remember about Real Steel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there, yeah, all the. Uh, for Robocap, I'm going to say it comes in second place, and uh, I'll say with uh, 22 million there. 22. I'm going to say second with 27. Mm, I'm going to say. Wait, what are the other ones coming out again? It's a remake fest next week as you get Endless Love with I Am Number Four and About Last Night with Kevin Hart, who's red hot right now. So I would, oh, yeah, that's going to go number one. I would not underrate. Well, I think the Lego movie is still going to be number one. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, so then I'm going to put Robo. Yeah, I'll put. Mm, I'm going to put Robocop number three, actually. I have a feeling Kevin Hart's going to do pretty well, but my predictions have. A horrible track record, so we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like under twenty, probably like nineteen million. Okay. Okay. Third. Nineteen. I'm gonna. God, God, Kevin Hart. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna say second place. Um. I'll be happy to eat those words though. I'll say second place with um. Would you say twenty two? Twenty two. Um. I'll I'll say a solid twenty four. Jack Bauer style. Jack, exactly. Beep boop beep boop. That was the acoustic way of doing the 2014. Beep boop beep boop. Yeah, I got it. Or like scatting. Beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop. So yeah, there. That was. I like that part of the Super Bowl. The the different 24 commercials that kept coming on. That was fun. Yeah. And then like the big reveal of like Jack Bauer and Chloe Chloe with the dragon tattoo version. That was. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. It's the box office. For next week, we'll see, we'll see how that goes with RoboCop. But ching popcorn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with all that said, 
sorry, but that's going to have to do it for this week's episode of Bad Mouth here. Dave. <laughs> I know. we got to wrap it up. I'm having too much fun. Dave Everything has a, is awesome. Abe has a limit on the fun he can have, so we got to literally wrap this up <laughs> in like 25 seconds. I've got to write the, Emancipation, or the Emancipation Proclamation Part 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise called Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can find more of my work at my personal blog, thecodazeek.com, where you can find all my written movie reviews, as well as at whysoblue.com for all my Blu-ray reviews. You can also follow me at twitter.com slash ps 4 Abe? You can find more fun stuff at walrusmoose.blogspot.com and twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Um, no hashtag? I just ramble. Wait for a hashtag, Abe. No hashtag. No hashtag. Oh, God. Not one? It's too much fun. Do Everything is awesome? Do it, throw it over. There you go. Yeah. See? How hard was that? That was an easy one. <laughs> Uh, Leah? Uh, I ramble about things a lot on Twitter. Z-O-M-G underscore it's underscore Leah. Or leahdeuce.tumblr.com And Taylor? Uh, you can stalk me on Twitter and Instagram at Ron T-R. V-A-U-G-H-N-T-R. And Leah didn't do her Twitter name properly. It's, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Um, Vonter. Yeah, bon- I am Vonter. Vonter. Yeah. That's my favorite Olympic event, by the way, the Vonter. Oh my God. The Vonter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very competitive. A lot of injuries. The Vonter, yeah. It's great. Um, Johnny Knoxville did it in the, the ringer. It was classic. Um, you, can, you can find all the other episodes about now there in a name to find more madness like this at iTunes and at Stitcher as well as at hhwlod.com. That is the podcast network that is happy to host our show, along with other shows, including the Walking Dead TV podcast, which I will be a part of um, as it returns this week and for the next wow. eight weeks, as well as uh, the half-hour wasted long box of Doom, other fun shows about comics and games and TV and fun stuff like that. You can also find our episodes over at uh, outnow.podmag.com, as well as youtube.com slash podcast. And feel free to email us outnowpodcast at gmail.com submit your entries into our contest that I you know detailed earlier our the Americans contest all you have to do is name your favorite movie about the Olympics and why give us you know something to work with there and just email us there or uh, well, we'll get to the other ways in a second here Abe you can also interact with us at facebook.com slash outnowpodcast and tweet at us at twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast of course outnowpodcast.tumblr.com you can follow us there for various random posts of images and things that Abe likes and things that I like sometimes and stuff like that. And, of course, feel free to use the voicemail line 972-798-3830. You can send us a voicemail detailing your favorite Olympics movie and possibly win a contest, or among other things you can do. So, yeah. Thank you, Leah and Taylor, for sacrificing time to to watch The (laughs) Walking Dead live. Two hours, man. My roommates are real empty. Calling it best podcast ever, just saying. <laughs> Woo! No, no pressure. Everything was awesome. <laughs> Everything was great because we worked as a team. That is why. That is why it was a good podcast. We Never gets old. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Until next time when we find out if Robocop is a cop that can't be stopped or not, that's going to do it. So, so long. And
awesome. Dip my body in chocolate frosting. Three years later, I shot the frosting. Smelling like a blossom. Everything is awesome. Depth and mud, got new brown shoes. Awesome to win and it's awesome to lose. Awesome to lose. Awesome to lose. Awesome to lose. Out of the butt of the Sphinx is part of my history fantasies that I have. So. Yeah.